Welcome to the Bible in 260 podcast, the podcast that brings you through the entire Bible in 260 days. Have you ever wanted to read the whole Bible but struggled to do so? This podcast is meant to help you do it. With five 15 to 20 minute episodes per week, you will hear the entire Bible read to you. There will also be occasional brief notes to help explain context, as well as a concluding question or thought to consider. So welcome to the Bible in 260 podcast, your journey through the Bible in 260 days. Welcome to episode 67. Today we're looking at the theme of God being a generous God. We see this in all the passages we'll be reading today and seeing how God gives good gifts to those he loves, that he is the one who you can count on to be generous that he is the one you can be trusting in, that he can provide all that you truly need. And so let's begin today with Joshua chapter 18. The entire Israelite community assembled at Shiloh and there set up the tent of meeting. Though they had subdued the land, seven Israelite tribes had not been assigned their allotted land. So Joshua said to the Israelites, How long do you intend to put off occupying the land the Lord your God, the God of your ancestors, has given you? Pick three men from each tribe. I will send them out to walk through the land and make a map of it for me. Divided into seven regions, Judah will stay in its territory and in the south, and the family of Joseph in its territory in the north. But as for you, map out the land into seven regions and bring it to me. I will draw lots for you here before the Lord our God. But the Levites will not have an allotted portion among you, for their inheritance is to serve the Lord. Gad, Reuben, and the half-tribe of Manasseh have already received their allotted land east of the Jordan, which Moses, the Lord's servant, assigned them. When the men started out, Joshua told those going to map out the land, Go, walk through the land, map it out, and return to me. Then I will draw lots for you before the Lord here at Shiloh. The men journeyed through the land and mapped mapped it and its cities out in seven regions on a scroll. Then they came to Joshua at the camp in Shiloh. Joshua drew lots for them in Shiloh before the Lord and divided the land among the Israelites according to their allotted portions. The first lot belonged to the tribe of Benjamin by its clans. Their allotted territory was between Judah and Joseph. Their northern border started at the Jordan, went up the slope of Jericho on the north, ascended westward to the hill country, and extended to the wilderness of Beth-Avon. It then crossed from there to Luz, to the slope of Luz, of, uh, to the south, that is Bethel, and descended to Ataroth Adar, located on the hill, that is south of the lower Beth Horon. It then turned on the west side southward from the hill near Beth Horon on the south and extended to Kirith Baal, that is to Kirith Jerm, a city belonging to the tribe of Judah. This is the western border. The southern side started on the edge of Kirith Jerm and extended westward to the spring of the waters of Nephtoah. The border then descended to the edge of the hill country near the valley of Ben Hinnom, located in the valley of the Raphaites to the north. It descended through the valley of Hinnom to the slope of the Jebusites to the south and then on to Enrogel. It went northward, extending to En Shemesh and Giloth, opposite the pass of Adulam, and descended to the stone of Bohan, son of Ruin. It crossed the slope in front of the Rift Valley to the north and descended into the Rift Valley. It then crossed the slope of Beth Hoglah to the north and ended at the northern tip of the Salt Sea at the mouth of the Jordan River. This was the southern border. The Jordan River bordered it, bordered it on the east. These were the borders of the land assigned to the tribe of Benjamin by its clans. These cities belonged to the tribe of Benjamin by its clans, Jericho, Beth-Hogla, Emekhaziz, Beth-Harabah, Zariam, Bethel, Avim, Para, Ophrah, Kephar, Ammonai, Ophni, and Geba, a total of 12 cities and their towns. Gibeon, Ramah, Biroth, 
Mizpah, Kifara, Moza, Riken, Irpil, Tarla, Zela, Halef, this Jebusite city that is Jerusalem, Gibeah, and Kiriath, a total of 14 cities and their towns, this was the land assigned to the tribe of Benjamin by its clans. The second lot belonged to the tribe of Simeon by its clans. Their assigned land was in the middle of Judah's assigned land. Their assigned land included Beer Sheba, Molada, Hazar Shua, Bala, Izim, Altalad, Bethul, Horma, Ziklag, Beth Markoboth, Hazar Susa, Beth Labaloth, and Sharahan, a total of 13 cities and their towns. Ain, Rimon, Ether, and Ashan, a total of four cities and their towns, as well as all the towns around these cities as far as Balath Beer, Ramath of the Negev. This was the land assigned to the tribe of Simeon by its clans. Simeon's assigned land was taken from Judah's allotted portion, for Judah's territory was too large for them. So Simeon was assigned land within Judah. The third lot belonged to the tribe of Zebulun by its clans. The border of their territory extended to Sarid. Their border went up westward to Merlah and touched Dabasheth and the, va- the valley near Jokniam. From Sarid it turned eastward to the territory of Kisloth-Tabor, extended to Dabarath, and went up to Japhia. And there it crossed eastward to Gath-Hefer and Eth-Kazin, and extended to Rimon, toward the Nia. It then turned north to Hananoth and ended in the valley of Ephath-El. Their territory included Kathat, Nalahad, Shimron, Idlah, and Bethlehem. In all, they had twelve cities and their towns. This was the land assigned to the tribe of Zebulun by its clans, including these cities and their towns. The fourth lot belonged to the tribe of Issachar by its clans. Their assigned land included Jezreel, Kezaloth, Junum, Harfiarim, Shion, Anaratha, Rebath, Rabbath, Kishon, Ebez, Remeth, Engadi, and Hadad, and Bethpazaz. Their border touched Tabor, Shashumah, and Beth Shemesh, and ended at the Jordan. They had 16 cities and their towns. This was the land assigned to the tribe of Issachar by its clans, including these cities and their towns. The fifth lot belonged to the tribe of Asher by its clans. Their territory included Halkath, Hali, Batan, Axfath, Alamalek, Ahmad, and Mishael. Their border touched Carmel to the west and Zibor Limnath. It turned eastward toward Beth Dagon, touched Zebulun, and the valley of Iphtat El to the north, as well as Bethamech and Niel, and extended to Kabul on the north, and on to Ebron, Rehob, Haman, and Cana, as far as Greater Sidon. It then turned toward Ramah, as far as the fortified city of Tyre, turned to Hosa, and ended at the sea near Hebel, Askbid, Uma, Ephek, and Rehob. In all, they had 22 cities and their towns. This was the land assigned to the tribe of Asher by its clans, including these cities and their towns. The sixth lot belonged to the tribe of Naphtali by its clans. Their border started at Helef in the Oak of Zaniam, and went into Adiami, Negep, Jabniel, and to Lakum, and ended at the Jordan River. It turned westward to Asnath-Tabor, extended there from there to Hokok, uh, touched Zebulun on the south, Asher on the west, and the Jordan on the east. The fortified cities included Zedim, Zer, Hamath, Raqqa, Kinnereth, Adma, Rama, Hazor, Kedish, Edri, and Hazor, Yiron, Migdal, Horam, Bethanath, and Beshemesh. In all, they had 19 cities and their towns. This was the land assigned to the tribe of Naphtali by its clans, including these cities and their towns. The seventh lot belonged to the tribe of Dan by its clans. Their assigned land included Zorah, Eshtol, Ir Shemesh, 
Jalamedin, Ajalajan, Itla, Elon, Timna, Ekron, Elterek, Gibinath, Balath, Jerud, Ben Barak, Gathramon, the waters of Jacon, Rakon, including the territory in front of Joppa. The Danites failed to conquer their territory, so they went up and fought with Leshem and captured it. They put the sword to it, took possession of it, and lived in it. They renamed it Dan after their ancestor. This was the land assigned to the tribe of Dan by its clans, including these cities and their towns. When they had finished dividing the land into regions, the Israelites gave Joshua, son of Nun, some land. As the Lord had instructed, they gave him the city he requested, Timnah-Zerah, in the Ephraimite hill country. He built up the city and lived in it. These are the land assignments that Eliezer the priest, Joshua, son of Nun, and the Israelite tribal leaders made by drawing lots in Shiloh before the Lord at the entrance of the tent of meeting. So they finished dividing up the land. The Lord instructed Joshua, saying, Have the Israelites select the cities of refuge that I told you about through Moses. Anyone who accidentally kills someone can escape there. These cities will be a place of asylum for the avenger of blood, from the avenger of blood. The one who committed manslaughter should escape to one of these cities, stand at the entrance of the city gate, and present his case to the leaders of that city. They should then bring him to the city, into the city, and give him a place to stay, and let him live there. When the avenger of blood comes after him, they must not hand him to the one who committed manslaughter, for he accidentally killed his fellow man without premeditation. He must remain in that city until his case is decided by the assembly and the high priest dies. Then the one who committed manslaughter may return home to the city from which he escaped. So they selected Kadesh in Galilee in the hill country of Naphtali, Shechem in the hill country of Ephraim, and Kiriath Arba, that is Hebron, in the hill country of Judah. Beyond the Jordan, east of Jericho, they selected Bezer in the wilderness of, on the plain belonging to the tribe of Reuben, Ramoth in Gilead, belonging to the tribe of Gad, and Golan in Bashan, belonging to the tribe of Manasseh. These were the cities of refuge appointed for all the Israelites and for f- the resident foreigners who lived among them. Anyone who accidentally killed someone could escape there and not be executed by the avenger of blood, at least until his case was reviewed by the assembly. The tribal leaders of the Levites went before Eliezer the priest and Joshua son of Nun and the Israelite tribal leaders in Shiloh in the land of Canaan and said, The Lord told Moses to assign us cities to which, in which to live along with the grazing areas for our cattle. So the Israelites assigned these cities and their grazing areas to the Levites from their own holdings as the Lord had instructed. The first lot belonged to the Kohathite clans. The Levites who were descendants of Aaron the priest were allotted 13 cities from the tribes of Judah, Simeon and Benjamin. The rest of Kohath's descendants were allotted ten cities from the clans of the tribe of Ephraim and from the tribe of Dan and the half-tribe of Manasseh. Gershon's descendants were allotted thirteen cities from the clans of the tribe of Issachar and from the tribes of Asher and Naphtali and the half-tribe of Manasseh in Bashan. Merari's descendants by their clans were allotted twelve cities from the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and Zebulun. So the Israelites assigned to the Levites by lot these cities and their grazing areas as the Lord had instructed Moses. They assigned from the tribes of Judah and Simeon the cities listed below. They were assigned to the Kohathite clans of the Levites, who were descendants of Aaron, for the first lot fell to them. They assigned them Kiriath Arba, Arba was the father of Anak, that is Hebron, in the hill country of Judah, along with its surrounding grazing areas. Now the cities, fields, and surrounding towns they had assigned to Caleb, son of Jephunan, and his, as his property. So to the descendants of Aaron the priest, they assigned Hebron, a city of refuge for one who committed manslaughter, Libna, Jatir, Eshtemoah, Holon, Deber, Ain, Juta, and Beth Shemesh, along with the grazing areas of each, a total of nine cities taken from these two tribes. 
From the tribe of Benjamin, they assigned Gibeon, Geba, Anathoth, and Almon, along with the grazing areas of each, a total of four cities. The priests descended from Aaron received 13 cities and their grazing areas. The rest of the Kohathite clans of the Levites were allotted cities from the tribe of Ephraim. They assigned them Shechem, a city of refuge for the one who committed manslaughter, in the hill country of Ephraim, Gezer, Kibzaim, and Beth Horon, along with the grazing areas of each, a total of four cities. From the tribe of Dan, they assigned Altekah, Gibeathon, Elijah, Gathrimon, along with the grazing areas of each, a total of four cities. From the half-tribe of Manasseh, they assigned Tanakh and Gathrimon, along with the grazing areas of each, a total of two cities. The rest of the Kohathite clans received ten cities and their grazing areas. They assigned to the Gershonite clans of the Levites the following cities from the half-tribe of Manasseh, Golan, and Bashan, a city of refuge for the one who committed manslaughter, and Birshtara, along with the grazing areas of each, a total of two cities. From the tribe of Issachar, Kishon, Dabarath, Jarmuth, and Enganin, along with the grazing areas of each, a total of four cities. From the tribe of Asher, Mishal, Abdon, Helkath, and Rehob, along with the grazing areas of each, a total of four cities. From the tribe of Naphtali, Kedish and, Gale, Kedish and Gilead, a city of refuge for the one who committed manslaughter, Hamath, Dor, and Kartan, along with the grazing areas of each, a total of three cities. The Gershonite clans received 13 cities and their grazing areas. They assigned to the Merarite clans, the remaining Levites, the following cities. From the tribe of Zebulun, Jokniam, Karta, Dimna, and Nahalal, along with the grazing areas of each, a total of four cities. From the tribe of Reuben, Bezer, Jehaz, Kedemoth, and Maphath, along with the grazing areas of each, a total of four cities. From the tribe of Gad, Ramoth and Gilead, a city of refuge for one who committed manslaughter, Mahanaim, Heshbon, and Jazer, along with the grazing areas of each, a total of four cities. The Merarite clans, the remaining Levites, were allotted twelve cities. The Levites received within the land owned by the Israelites 48 cities in all, and their grazing areas. Each of these cities had grazing areas around it. They were alike in this regard. So the Lord gave Israel all the land he had promised to their ancestors, and they conquered it and lived in it. The Lord made them secure in fulfillment of all he had solemnly promised their ancestors. None of their enemies could resist them. The Lord handed all their enemies over to them. Not one of the Lord's faithful promises to the family of Israel was left unfulfilled. Every one was realized. And so we hear uh, the allotment of all the land that the Lord God had given them as he had given them success over their enemies, but also gave them the land and cities of refuge, God providing all they needed. And now we move to Psalm 15, a Psalm of David. Lord, who may be a guest in your home? Who may live on your holy hill? Whoever lives a blameless life does what is right and speaks honestly. He does not slander or do harm to others or insult his neighbor. He despises a reprobate, but honors the Lord's loyal followers. He makes firm commitments and does not renege on his promise. He does not charge interest when he lends his money. He does not take bribes to testify against the innocent. The one who lives like this will never be shaken. And so there's David's commitment that when you follow God's ways and do the right things that God will provide all you truly need. And this leads us to our final reading from Luke 18, where we see Jesus in a number of encounters with unlikely people showing again the wonderful generosity of God. 
Then Jesus told them a parable to show that they should always pray and not lose heart. He said, In a certain city there was a judge who neither feared God nor respected people. There was also a widow in that city who kept coming to him and saying, Give me justice against my adversary. For a while he refused. But later on he said to himself, Though I neither fear God nor have regard for people, yet because this widow keeps on bothering me, I will give her justice, or in the end she will wear me out by her unending pleas. And the Lord said, Listen to what the unrighteous judge says. Won't God give justice to his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he delay long to help them? I tell you, he will give them justice speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? And Jesus also told this parable to some who were confident that they were righteous and looked down on everyone else. He said, Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood and prayed about himself like this, God, I thank you that I am not like other people, extortionists, unrighteous people, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give a tenth of everything I get. The tax collector, however, stood far off and would not even look up to heaven, but beat his breast and said, God, be merciful to me, sinner that I am. I tell you that this man went down to his home justified rather than the Pharisee. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but he who humbles himself will be exalted. Now people were even bringing their babies to him for him to touch. But when the disciples saw it, they began to scold those who brought them. But Jesus called for the children, saying, Let the little children come to me, and do not try to stop them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. I tell you the truth, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child will never enter it. Now a certain leader asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not give false testimony, honor your father and mother. The man replied, I have wholeheartedly obeyed all these laws since my youth. When Jesus heard this, he said to him, One thing you still lack, sell all you have and give the money to the poor, and you will have a treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. But when the man heard this, he became very sad, for he was extremely wealthy. When Jesus noticed this, he said, how hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. In fact, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Those who heard this said, Then who could be saved? He replied, What is impossible for mere humans is possible for God. And Peter said, Look, we have left everything we own to follow you. Then Jesus said to them, I tell you the truth. There is no one who has left home or wife or brothers or parents or children for the sake of God's kingdom who will not receive many times more in this age and in the age to come eternal life. Then Jesus took the twelve aside and said to them, Look, we are going up to Jerusalem and everything that is written about the Son of Man by the prophets will be accomplished. For he will be handed over to the Gentiles. He will be mocked, mistreated, and spat on. They will flog him severely and kill him. Yet on the third day he will rise again. But the twelve understood none of these things. This saying was hidden from them, and they did not grasp what Jesus meant. As Jesus approached Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the road begging. When he heard a crowd going by, he asked what was going on. They told him, Jesus the Nazarene is passing by. 
So the man called out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And those who were in front scolded him that he should be quiet. But he shouted even more, son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus stopped and ordered the beggar to be brought to him. When the man came near, Jesus asked him, what do you want me to do for you? He replied, Lord, let me see again. Jesus said to him, receive your sight. Your faith has healed you. And immediately he regained his, seat, his sight and followed Jesus, praising God. When all the people saw it, they too gave praise to God. I just love this collection of stories here in Luke 18. The most unlikely people are giving God's grace, the tax collector, not the Pharisee. The little babies and children who the culture around said were not important, not at least until they were adults. And that here Jesus is stopping to care for a blind man that other people wanted to ignore. And through it all, he realizes the cost to make all this generosity happen is the fact that he would be giving himself up to suffer and to die, to pay for the sins that we should have paid for, and that he would rise again. And yet all of this happened with nobody, even his disciples, understanding that that was his mission. What a generosity we see in the life of Jesus. What a generosity we see in God. Thanks for listening to the Bible in 260 podcast. May what you have heard speak to your heart and mind today. The scriptures quoted are from the Net Bible, http netbible.com, copyright 1996-2019, used with permission from Biblical Studies Press, LLC, all rights reserved. Our theme song for the podcast is The Call by Emily Ruth. You can find The Call and other music by Emily Ruth on Apple Music or Spotify or wherever you find your music. You were always there, whispering the truth.